Welcome to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your host, Sim and Sonia, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn all things investing in personal finance. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Sim. How are you going this evening? I am going very well. It's been a lovely day. And I saw this tweet and it was like, why is the key to happiness just a daily walk? Like, what sort of sick joke is this? And I was like, oh, my God. They're so right. Like I have been walking every day and I'm just like a new person. Like lockdowns just hit me like that. I'm like, what can I do? Daily government walk. Like that's chill. I've just, (laughs) I've been introspective these last couple of days. The person that wrote that tweet is in a level four lockdown. (laughs) They're like, oh my gosh, the concrete today just looks so much brighter than the other day. Look at the grass looking greener. Look at the sun. So today we're continuing our conversation on ETFs. Um, But before we get into things, I just wanted to give a shout out again to our exclusive show sponsor, Sharesies. Now, one of the things that we love um, about Shazzy so much is that it gives you the ability to auto-invest and in a super cute way so auto investing is where you invest amounts that you can afford on a regular basis and you can invest in a range of global responsible etfs or new zealand managed funds or even diy your own by starting with the amounts that you can afford and that helps you um, towards building your wealth over time So if you're looking for a new investing platform to join or you're looking to get started, definitely add Sharesies to your list. It's pink. They care about people starting out um, and and we love them. And you know, we take care of you guys. So if you are interested in getting started, there is a little promo code at the end for you. So to kick things off in our ETF chat this episode, we're starting with the iShares MSCI USA MIN Vol Factor ETF. Repeat that back to me 10 times, am I right? So this ETF um, and the code you can refer to is USMV. Um, It tracks an index of US listed firms and that is selected and weighted to create a low volatility portfolio. So you're probably going to run into potentially less risk with this ETF and With the USMV, it was actually a popular ETF, but it's declined over the years. And in terms of its top holdings at this stage, it includes um, Eli Lilly and Co., which is a pharmaceutical company. You've got Microsoft in there, T-Mobile, Visa Class A. You've got Waste Management, Kroger Co., and Johnson & Johnson, to name a few in terms of the types of companies in the ETF. Their total return um, yesterday is 9.2% at this stage, which isn't, which isn't too bad. Um, another ETF is the iShares Core High Dividend ETF. So with the code HDV. Now with the Core High Dividend ETF, it gives you exposure to a established high quality US company. And The previous ETFs that we've spoken about, you know, they hold quite a bit of companies within the index. So the S&P 500, you've got Investco with 100. With the iShares Core 
high dividend ETF that only has 75 companies and they're 75 dividend paying domestic stocks and that they've and they've been screened for financial health as well and the top 10 holdings that this ETF has is Johnson and Johnson which is quite popular popular amongst the ETFs and you've got Verizon which is a phone company um Coca-Cola and Cisco Systems um to name a few so the average five yearly return is running at an average of 7.31 at the moment um which isn't which is again is not too bad either thoughts I think that it just goes to show that there's so many ETFs out there and you can completely understand why people get so confused and like so overwhelmed with them all. But if you really think about Mm -hmm. it, a, a good quality ETF has like two things. One, good diversification to low fees um and if you really want to like dig deep into them you can find them to like align with like social justice things that really matter to you or climate change for example um and in this case something that is really important to some people is like more dividends so you know there you go another well-known etf is the vanguard ftse all world x us etf Honestly, bloody tongue twisters. Um, and the code for this one here is VEU. So first and foremost, FTSE, it stands for Financial Time Stock Exchange. So so with this ETF, it's passively managed using index sampling um and with this ETF, it is a convenient way to get broad exposure across developed and emerging non-US equity markets around the world. In terms of holdings, um, it has Samsung, it's got Nestle, Toyota. So the annual returns for the VEU um, ETF, it's running about 29.4% um, and over a 10 year range that would be 5.75%. Now if you are someone that heard that and was like you know what I actually do want to invest in things outside the US because like this podcast is quite heavily based on the US stock market um, but the next ETF that we're going to talk about number nine is a little bit more weighted towards the emerging companies. I don't like to use the term developing countries, but um, those words are essentially interchangeable. So it's called the Vanguard FTSE Emerging Markets ETF as opposed to the All World ETF. Very similar. It's just more focused on markets that have long-term growth potential. So we're talking about nations like China, Brazil, Taiwan, South Africa. They're not really the companies that fit into the OECD, for example. Um, And there's 5,200 stocks in them. So it's very well diversified. Probably the most diversified ETF in all of these examples that we've given um, and they include some small cap companies but also some large cap companies like Alibaba Group. Um, they also have a low expense ratio at 0.1%. One of the downsides is that the returns have been a little bit low at 3.6% um, over the last 10 years which is not really 
up there with the big guns um for example S&P 500 roughly gives you about 7 to 10% um on average so a little bit low but look if you're interested in diversifying outside of certain countries and you want to look into those emerging nations and their market absolutely a really good one to look into how many companies did you say were included in this 5200 incredible anywho sorry as you were that was just that was just a thought and the lucky last top 10 etfs that we have wanted to include this is a personal favorite of mine but complete bias aside it's also quite a popular etf and it's for those people that want to invest in things that are a little bit more socially conscious so it's called an esg etf and its proper name is a iShares MSCI KLD 400 social ETF. I promise you these will be in the show notes. You do not have to rush and write these down. And the thing with this ETF is it's absolutely focused on those people that, yeah, sure, want to invest in big US companies, but they don't want to invest in things like alcohol. They don't want to invest in things like weapons, like gambling or tobacco or um, GMOs. They are 404 companies, but they just exclude the ones that don't really align with everyone's values. And I think it's so great that this is available. Huge fan of it. Low expense ratio. As you can tell, that's something that's very important to me. Um, And over the last 10 years, they've returned 13.8% on average, which is pretty impressive. Now, I think one thing I want to make very clear is that they do actually invest in some companies that certain people who are after more environmental and social conscious investments might not be that happy about depending on where you stand because it is such a spectrum Um, they include companies like Mm. Microsoft Apple and Tesla and not everyone would agree and say that those big branded names should fall into this category as in they might not be the best environments for workers they might not necessarily have like really good support systems for their staff and so it's something to take into account like be aware that it's not all green and there's a little bit of greenwashing involved but definitely no alcohol weapons Mm. gambling or tobacco companies in this ETF. I'm really glad that this ETF exists as well and I think it's important to note that there's always levels to social consciousness so while they don't invest in companies that exclude I guess the namingly more taboo things such as weapons gambling tobacco um it is important to note that some companies that they do invest in have really poor reporting in terms of the way they treat their employees or maybe the benefits that they offer employees which I think the pandemic has kind of highlighted how companies treat people um So, yeah, I think that will be an interesting discussion probably later down the line in terms of ethical investing part two, hey? Yeah, for sure. And I think that this episode was good to really give 
one, not just what the top um, 10 ETFs are over the last two episodes, but two, also just give you an idea of the range out there. Like if there is a passion someone has, there's probably an ETF for it. Like if you just love robotics, there will be a robotics ETF. If you really believe in female empowerment and you want more like female CEOs, there's actually an ETF that is primarily based on female-owned companies. Like, it's amazing, it's crazy, and it's also overwhelming. So we thought that with this, with these two episodes, hopefully you can take away what some of the more popular ones are and therefore make some more informed decisions. Um, and, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely let us know. Share it with your friends and family. It means the world to us. If you aren't sick of us and you want to hear a little bit more, you can follow us on Instagram. You can join our Safe Space Investing Facebook group, Girls That Invest, where people are free to ask questions and there's absolutely no judgment. It's amazing. And, of course, before you go, we have got a little gift for our listeners. If you're a New Zealand-based investor, Sharesies has a special offer. It is $10 into your investing account if you sign up with them using the promo code GTI. There's of course TNCs which are in our product description. Um, and yeah, do you want to take it away with the disclaimer, Sonia? Absolutely. Just a reminder that Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We're not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time, Sim. Till next time. Bye. Bye.